The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. This is Mark Avery. Happy New Year from Sim Trainer on this very unJanuary like bright sunny day. And we're uh, glad that you've been able to join us today. If uh, you're new to the show, uh, well, welcome aboard and uh, join us for this new year. That we are in our tenth year of broadcasting, and uh, we've had a good time with it. Jeff is unfortunately not able to be here today uh, because of some things that he has to take care of with his family. And uh, Godspeed and and hope that all goes well. Uh, I would uh, encourage you, if you'd like to be part of the show, to call the studio at 457-1290, and we'll get you up on the board. We have lots of things we can talk about. This show is primarily about firearms and related issues, concealed carry legislation, and so forth. So if you have some questions about that or you have some comments, some uh, points you'd like to make, we'd love to hear what, what your comments are. Uh, do bring facts. We're very much a fact-based show. That's the reason we started the program these many years ago was to uh, to try to bring some more facts into the discussion about firearms and firearms issues. Uh, far too often, uh, we saw that there were uh, stories that were reported or the people making statements, often with a political agenda, that simply were not uh, related or connected in any way to reality and facts. So we have made it our mission to bring a fact-based discussion to firearms. And uh, that is what we've tried to do. And where we've missed that, we've done our best to correct it as quickly as possible. So if you would like to be part of the show, go ahead and give us a call at 457-1290. Sim Trainer is brought to you, or Shooting from the Hip is brought to you by Sim Trainer. We're located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine right across from the DPNL maintenance yard, just south of the river. So if uh, you'd like to swing by there at some point, we'd, be, we'd love to have you come by. You can also call the range at 293-3914. And uh, our, whoever's on duty right now, it's uh, Mark Pedro is there. And he'd be happy to take your call and find out uh, what uh, you have questions about and be able to get you answers, get you set up for a class. You can also find out a lot about what is offered at the range on our website at sim-trainer.com. And you'll find out there a calendar, uh, special events, and special deals. And one of those right now has just been updated, and that is that we have um, an, some new packages that are available for the new year. So if, uh, if you're interested in, in maybe uh, getting a, a combination pack with uh, either um, a bolt-action rifle or a, a revolver. We've got a, a package from Ruger for Ruger American bolt-action 223 rifle and a Super Red Hawk in 44 Magnum, uh, both very popular types of guns, uh, popular calibers. Excellent. They're limited numbers, uh, but that's a, that's a great package if you're looking for that. So that's now available. You'll find that on uh, sim-trainer.com under the... Um, uh, under the, the the heading for flyers and also on that same flyer there's a package for a ruger 1022 in digital camo and a ruger mark 4 pistol in the target version along with 500 rounds of cci mini mag which is really good quality 22 ammunition and all of that for 600 dollars. that's a really a, a really good deal now we still have a few left over from the deals that we had before Christmas. So you'll see that also if you go out there. You'll see which ones are still available. And if, if you're interested in one of those packages, they're still available. One of the things that we also added right before the end of last year and is still available this year are our training passes. So if you are looking to get a concealed handgun license, uh, the best way to get started with that is to 
learn the proper fundamentals of how to place an accurate shot and select your firearm, that's exactly what we do in our basic handgun class. And then the concealed carry class that we offer uh, meets or exceeds actually the standards for concealed carry classes in Ohio. And uh, it's an excellent program. Uh, if I do say so myself, even though I'm one of the instructors, by, by no means did I uh, come up with the program and make it what it is. That's been a team of folks, including now sitting judge who put, help us put together the legal portion, which many people mentioned in the comments is the portion that they see as the most valuable portion. So if you'd like to get both of those classes together, uh, that would ordinarily be $200. But we would also throw in all the ammunition you need for both classes, plus a three-month membership to Sim Trainer, and it's still just the price of $200, which would normally be the price for the two classes. So that's what our, our standard training pass is. If you're interested in getting that, again, contact us at the range, and, and we'll be happy to set you up with that. We also have a training pass plus for those who already have a concealed handgun license and would like to step up their training level a little bit and get through the advanced handgun series. It's a five course series. It has um, programs starting from uh, mastering marksmanship fundamentals through barricade and positional shooting, shooting while you're moving and shooting at moving targets, shooting in low level light, and then spontaneous assault. Those are the five classes. Uh, that series by itself is normally $500, but for uh, the Training Pass Plus, you also get a full year individual membership, which is normally $250. So that's a $750 value that, that you get for $500. That's another great deal. So all of those things are available. Uh, you can find more information about them on our website, and you can also stop by the range at 2031 Dryden Road, and we'll be happy to explain more about them and, and get you some more information. Let's jump right out to the phones and talk to Jim, who's calling from Urbana. Jim, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, listen, I am kind of curious in regards to the uh, Trump's uh, administrative uh, act on the slide fire or the bump stock. I was listening to another show that will go unannounced, but uh, they mistakenly, I believe, mistakenly said that uh, as of March 20th of 2018, the bump stock would be uh, a felon four, and I'm assuming that they meant 2019, but you guys are the go-to people to get it right. Uh, well, if you could... Sure, I'd be glad to talk about that. Um, the The rule that is currently uh, pending uh, has been put out by the ATF, and they so are so-called clarifying that bump stocks um, turn a gun into a machine gun. Uh, they're violating their own definitions in order to come to that conclusion. Uh, but if, um, if that does go into effect, it would be on March 26th of this year, 2019. Okay, great. Yeah, like I say, I, uh, I, I'm a fan of it. Uh, I just recreationally shoot, but if it can keep, you know, the next person to step up to the counter, whether they prefer the bump stock or not, uh, if they can keep the next person coming up to the counter and, you know, making their purchase when they become of legal age and of mindset to do it, then... I'm all for promoting the shooting sport. Okay. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, I don't see that this has anything to do one way or the other because um, the bump stock itself isn't um, doesn't turn a gun into a machine gun, and the, the ATF actually is acting under direction uh, that they were given from Donald Trump, and I think that there were probably some people that were left in uh, the ATF, the BATFE, if you will, the the full name, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Uh, they have so-called clarified that a bump stock turns a gun into a machine gun when, in fact, it does not. Each activation of the action requires a separate pull of the trigger, and the difference is that you allow the recoil of the gun to make that happen more quickly, but um, uh, you can do the same thing without 
any additional equipment. And um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of bump stocks. I think that uh, they are they're fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, they're the problem is that they don't really they don't turn it into a machine gun, and they and they really don't make the gun accurate. It's not anywhere near as uh, useful as a full auto, which is a marginal utility anyway, except, again, it's fun. Um, but what they want you to do is to either destroy it or turn it into the ATF. Um, I I have a problem with, with both of those solutions because uh, that, to me, constitutes an ex post facto law and a... And a, um, uh, a a taking an unlawful taking but i'm not an attorney and i'm not the this is going to be battled out in the courts there have been uh, um, lawsuits already filed that will attempt to prevent this from happening but there's still a, a couple of months to go before it would go into effect and so i'm sure we'll get more uh information on that when it comes out okay thank you very much you've just reconfirmed all the uh, background that I've been able to pull up on it, and uh, but like I say, uh, you guys are for the most part the go-to. I mean, uh, you're not there to try to sell them; you're there to try to inform us. So I appreciate you guys being there, and I'll look forward to uh, next Saturday and or pull you guys up on a podcast between now and then. Jim, thanks very much for calling the show. Um, I uh, will talk to Ron when we get back from the break because we are going to need to take our first break for the hour. Uh, if you'd like to be also in on this discussion, give us a call at 457-1290, and we'll be happy to uh, get you in as well. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members-only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate-controlled for your year-round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay-as-you-go and year-long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced-rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award-winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. History comes to life at Carillon Historical Park's Carillon Brewery. Witness the age-old brewing techniques of our ancestors as our brewmasters bring celebrated recipes to life. You'll taste the history of beer from the classic ales of the late 1800s to today's craft beers. We also offer a full menu of historically inspired hearty fare for lunch and dinner. You're sure to find a classic favorite to satisfy your appetite in a one-of-a-kind atmosphere. Savor history by the pint at the Carillon Brewing Company. Looking for a great place to work out? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have an offer that you can't refuse. How about a free 30-day membership? That's right. Try us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. Your free trial not only gets you access to all fitness equipment, cardio, and free weights, but also to group fitness classes like Zumba, yoga, body blast, and more. You can even enjoy tanning and free use of our child care. So don't wait. Stop in one of our eight convenient locations or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Your basement is damp, dirty, and not somewhere you want to spend time. You've tried other flooring only to have to replace it again and again. Nature Stone is the only solution that will stand up to flooding and water damage. It has a higher insulation rating than carpet and is warmer than linoleum, vinyl, wood, or tile. Only Nature Stone will never have to be replaced. It's easy to clean and comfortable, too. 
Call or go to naturestone.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and get up to 50% off. Nature Stone, the only concrete solution. Very nice weather expected for today. Mostly sunny skies, warm with a high temperature near 50 degrees. Just a light breeze out there. As we go later into the evening and overnight hours, mostly clear with low temperatures by tomorrow morning, dropping to about 32 degrees. Partly cloudy skies expected for Sunday with a high temperature near 44 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip. We're glad that you've joined us today on this sunny Saturday afternoon. Give us a call at 457-1290 if you'd like to be part of the show. Uh, Right now we have Ron waiting on the phone, and let's just jump right back out to the phones and talk to him. Ron, welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. That's a simple question. Sure. We just moved from Alabama and Wi-Fi. We both have concealed carry permits. How hard is it going to be to, to, to get a higher concealed carry permit? It won't be very hard at all. Um, sure. You will need to go through the, the same process as somebody who didn't already have a license. Uh, it is a license in Ohio. It means that uh, there is no uh, there's no option for whether or not it will be issued once you meet the qualifications. So it is automatically issued at the point uh, that you have completed the application process. There is a class required. Uh, The class has to be at least eight hours long, of which two hours are spent in the range, and there are some things that need to be covered. It needs to include an active shooting portion. It needs to, uh, with a live ammunition, it needs to include a test and so forth. Uh, We offer that class and um, and it once you do that, you go to apply at the sheriff's office. It would be a new license in this case. Uh, the license fee for someone who has just moved here would be $77 because there's a $10 additional fee for anyone who has lived so in Ohio for less her, than... Her, her training in Alabama doesn't count. Well, unfortunately, um, the, the, it, would, it would depend on the, on the class, but the class has to meet specifically and the, and the certificate... NRA women's on target. Okay, yeah, that would not necessarily meet the cl- the the requirement. Wow. If you one place you can go to find out what uh, the specific requirements are for the class, uh, if you go to twenty um, Ohio Revised Code twenty nine twenty three point one twenty five, uh, and you can look that up online. Uh, it's codes.ohio.gov is is where the Ohio Revised Code is. Uh, but 1.125 talks about the uh, what the procedures are for getting um, a license, and there are some very specific requirements that the class needs to meet, and the certificate needs to state that the class met those requirements and that the signature of the instructor is verifying that the course met that the requirements of the class uh, as stated in Ohio law. Okay, I'm I'm retired military. Is that going to have any effect at all? I subsidy training. Um, it, well, it will it will reduce your fees. Um, it depends on how long ago you retired. Uh, were you firearms qualified with a handgun in, while you were on active duty? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, has it been? For, I still carry forty five. <laughs> okay, but oh. what was um? So you have a training training record record of training from when you were on active duty. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. And and was that within the last I, ten years? No. Okay. No, I'm 66 years old. Okay. Uh, well, I'm close long. to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, as being a retired military, your fees will be waived, but you still do need to go through the process, even because okay. it's been more than ten years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been a spell. That'd be fun. You guys can do that there. Uh, we do that. Yes. In fact, uh, we have a uh, class next weekend. So if you'd like to call the range at 293-3914 or go online to sim-trainer, sim-trainer.com, you can sim-trainer. sign up online. Sim trainer. Okay. Sim as in simulation, sim-trainer. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and we can get you signed up or Mark can take your application over the phone at the range uh, at 293-3914. Thanks, sir. Thank you very much for calling the show. 
We did have one uh, caller who called in and asked a question about uh, where's the best place to get information about uh, concealed carry laws in Ohio. And I, I want to answer that question because um, it, it's, a good, it's a great question. It's the right question to ask. Um, the, the best place to go is the place I just mentioned, codes.ohio.gov. Section 2923 is where uh, all of the portion for concealed carry laws included. It includes a lot of other things as well, uh, but that's the includes weapons control, uh, 2923.1112, and the subsections of 12 uh, are the places where that's included. But there's there are several other places you can go that will give you a little less dry summary. Uh, you can go to BuckeyeFirearms.org. They have some uh, great summaries of the Ohio uh, concealed carry law. You can also go to handgunlaw.us. And the, one of the reasons I like that is that it has not only Ohio, but it has all the states. And especially it has references to the revised code in each of the states. So when you, if you're going to travel out of state or if you're coming to Ohio from another state, and you want to find out what the laws in are in, in both places, that's a great place to do it. Handgunlaw.us. Uh, they have a map, and you can click on the map and find out what the laws are for any particular state. It has a good summary of the laws in Ohio as they currently are. They will also update it when the law goes into effect, That any, any law goes into effect that changes those parameters. And they will tell you where there are changes and when they took effect. So they're, it's great on a lot of different levels. Uh, handgunlaw.us is another good place to go. Uh, it's the place that I go when, especially when I'm traveling across the country, because I like to have a copy of the law of the state that I'm carrying in when I know I'm carrying legally. I want to have a copy of the law so that I can verify that I'm following their requirements as well as the ones that I know here in Ohio. That's one of the things about concealed carry across the country. It varies from state to state. In some cases, it varies from city to city. Fortunately, that is not the case in Ohio uh, because of statewide preemption. But uh, because it does vary, it's your responsibility to make sure that you understand what the laws are in the particular place that you're carrying and follow those to the letter so that you don't become an accidental felon, which is, uh, is, is a, can be a problem if you're not very familiar with all of those requirements. So um, the codes.ohio.gov has the actual... Ohio Revised Code, uh, BuckeyeFirearms.org has a great summary under their legislation and concealed carry laws. There's two different sections there uh, on their website, and then HandgunLaw.us. Those are the three websites that I usually use as my first go-to sites for concealed carry law in the United States, and of course, uh, in Ohio. And then you can also go to the Attorney General's website where you can download the book uh, that is uh, the the Ohio uh, laws for people concealed carry. It's the book that we'll give you when you take the class, and you can get that on our website at sim-trainer.com. All right, let's head out to the news center, uh, and uh, we'll be back after this break. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO news update. Our top story, the battle over border security continues as the partial government shutdown enters its third week. Near perfect weather, at least for January, expected throughout the weekend. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO triple team traffic. If you're headed south on 75 from Route 40 to Route 35, that 14-mile drive will take you just about 14 minutes right now. Our top story, the partial government shutdown begins its third week and the two sides seem as far apart as ever on the key issue of funding for a wall along the southern U.S. border. Deputy White House Press Secretary Hogan Gidley appearing on Fox and Friends Saturday morning and he places the blame squarely on the Democrats. It seems like they're for border security. They vote every time against all the measures we've put forward to protect those same families across this country. More meetings are planned this weekend aimed at ending the shutdown. 
In California, three people are dead and four others injured in a shooting at a bowling alley. The Torrance Police Department says they found multiple people with gunshot wounds. A witness saying the incident started as a fight between two groups. We're working to learn more about what led up to the shooting. We'll bring you those details as they become available. A man in Melbourne, Florida, is charged with attempted murder after he allegedly shot his wife and her parents in front of his young children on New Year's Day. And cops say they know why he did it. Detectives say William Bryan Stillwell found a video of his wife having sex with his best friend. The footage was reportedly captured on her smartphone. Stillwell allegedly went to a home where his wife was staying with his in-laws and opened fire. His five-year-old twin children ultimately called 911 from a neighbor's home. Following a brief standoff, Stillwell surrendered to police. The children were not harmed. Fox's Tom Graham reporting. Funeral services held today in California for fallen police officer Roniel Singh, who was shot and killed the day after Christmas, allegedly by an illegal immigrant. Never did I think we'd be standing here saying goodbye to such a great man. I don't know where we'll go from here. I know we'll move on. I know we'll find our way. But right now it's difficult. Newman, California Police Chief Randy Richardson. A total of eight people have been arrested in connection with Corporal Singh's death. In Dayton, 28-year-old Kyle Quillen is indicted on several charges, including rape and assault after allegedly stabbing his girlfriend on Christmas night. According to a report from the Sheriff's Office, this all started after Quillen accused his girlfriend of cheating on him. The woman told investigators Quillen attacked her with a knife and sexually assaulted her at a home on Detroit Avenue in Harrison Township on Christmas night. WHIO's Sean Cuddy says that woman told cops Quillen was not taking medication for an apparent brain disorder. He'll be arraigned on Tuesday. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, your Storm Center 7 meteorologist, Jesse Mag. Very nice weather expected for today. Mostly sunny skies, warm with a high temperature near 50 degrees. Just a light breeze out there. As we go later into the evening and overnight hours, mostly clear with low temperatures by tomorrow morning, dropping to about 32 degrees. Partly cloudy skies expected for Sunday with a high temperature near 44 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar, clear skies all over the Miami Valley. It's 48 degrees in Huber Heights, 47 in Springfield, and 49 degrees in Dayton at 234. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Are you ready to get in, get out, and get paid flipping houses in the Dayton area? If so, here's an amazing opportunity for you. The NV Real Estate Academy has created a three-step paper flip strategy that allows you to write an offer, sell the offer, and get paid. With this strategy, you'll learn how to flip a house without swinging a hammer or using any of your own cash or credit. Now, for a limited time, the NV Real Estate Academy would like to share this strategy with you for free. Text OHIO to 484848 right now to get your free Hidden Treasures and Wholesaling Properties Kit and find out how you can get paid writing offers. Text OHIO to 484848 now and NV Real Estate Academy will also give you four free tickets to a training workshop which also includes a free smartwatch and Nick Fertucci's new book, Seven Figure Decisions. All these gifts are free just for attending plus an opportunity to network with like-minded investors. Text OHIO to 484848. That's OHIO to 484848 to get your free wholesale kit now. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover our big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks and trucks to get you through the winter snow. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet. 
this is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone? For Android, just say, OK, Google, and then play WHIO News. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip. And if you're new to our show and you'd like to find out more about it, you can go to our website at sim-trainer.com radio, and you'll find uh, more information about the show. Also links to our podcast where you can download the show after the fact. Uh, it's usually posted by Monday sometime. So you can subscribe to that if you'd like and listen to it on whatever you use to listen to podcasts, whether that be uh, iTunes or um, an MP3 player of some kind, whatever method that you prefer. You can even do it from your computer. So uh, that's a, another way that you can keep up with what's going on uh, with Shooting from the Hip. We would love to have you also subscribe to our email list. If you'd like to do that, you can do that also on our website at sim-trainer.com. And uh, it's a pretty low threat list. We obviously will not share your information with anyone else. And maybe uh, once or twice a week, you'll get a notice of things that are going on at the range. Uh, we also have a separate list for those who are interested in our league. So if you are part of that and would like to be uh, informed on league activities, you want to be sure to sign up for that list as well. One of the things that we talked about back some time ago when it happened uh, was the tragic events uh, at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. And uh, they're w one of the, the biggest problems that is always the case in a situation like that, especially when you're discussing it shortly after the event has occurred, is to get as many of the facts as you, as you can. And the first reports that come out often are determined to be uh, one perspective that may not have uh, had all the necessary information. So one of the things that we have liked to do and have routinely done is to wait until the report comes out. The report has come out, and there are some significant findings. Uh, I have seen some reports about the, the actual report, and there are different aspects of the report that, that people seem... Uh, it's it's important for them to emphasize. I have seen where it says that uh, that they need to arm teachers, and that is a summary of one paragraph on one page of a 439-page report. Uh, I think it's accurate. I think that's probably true that uh, teachers who are willing to go through the process uh, get complete firearm safety and proficiency training, pass a psychological evaluation, submit to and pass drug tests, and complete other training that uh, the program is it's voluntary there are n some sheriffs in florida which have uh, agreed to volunteered uh agreed to train volunteers as guardians and part of the program others have refused and the, clearly one of the conclusions is that refusing to participate in that program is not wise but there are many other things that have come out of that uh, report as well, and part of it were that there were some several failures and lessons that should have been learned and were not learned by uh, the the Broward County Sheriff and the school district, and uh, that there were several key indicators that were missed. Uh, you will, if you if you would like to read the report, uh, I would I highly recommend that you get the whole report. It's it, like I said, it's four hundred and 39 pages. It's a long document. I have not by any means had time to read through the whole thing. It was released on, I believe, the 2nd of January. So I have uh, I have downloaded it and I printed off a few sections. There are many conclusions scattered throughout the document. But one of the things that uh, they said was that even though there were many changes that were made in the typical response protocols to active shooter incidents after Columbine and after Sandy Hook, many of those protocols were not in place, and because they were not in place, additional people were killed by the shooter, uh, and that is a tragic, uh, horrible situation when 
we find out that we knew better, should have known better, should have done better, and didn't do better, and as a result, more people died. Um, we absolutely saw the gun control community jump on all of the terrible things about the guns, but you haven't heard them say much about the failures in uh, procedures that allowed things to occur that should not have occurred. There were people who noticed and had an opportunity to stop it before it happened and did not. Um, and in fact, there were people who uh, would have had the authority to, to do stop, to make a stop, but because they either were improperly trained or unaware, they did not follow up and, and take the actions that should have been taken to stop the situation before it even started. And yet, uh, obviously it did, it did happen and, and several people were killed. Uh, that kind of thing we hope would never happen, but it's ir irresponsible on the part of us as individuals, as schools, law enforcement to say, well, it should never happen and leave it at that. We agree it should never happen. We also have to recognize the reality that such things do happen and need to take this, the actions necessary to make sure that they can be stopped as quickly as possible, or in this case, could have been stopped before they happened had the first three people um, who saw there was something amiss had taken the action that they were supposed to take at that time. Um, it's 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 a long read. It's a it's an interesting uh, report. I'm not going to try to go through the whole thing now. But if you have looked through that, or you've heard, uh, if you've heard information about that, or you've heard question, if you have questions, please feel free to call at four five seven twelve ninety, and I'll do my best to answer them. Obviously, Jeff is the expert on that. Uh, on the law enforcement aspect of it, since he spent so many years in that uh, career field. Uh, he's not able to be with us today. He did provide some of this information uh, to me and, and is the one who pointed out to me that the report was now available. So I, um, I do, obviously I did some research before we got to the show. But if you have some questions about it, if you would like to weigh in on it, if there's uh, anything that, that you perhaps have some thoughts on, uh, things that would that may have helped or things that uh, you have noticed since that time that might be useful and we could take as lessons to make sure such things don't happen in certainly anywhere in this area, please feel free to call us at 457-1290. I would love to get your thoughts on it. Uh, there were there were several aspects of, of things that were missed. There were people, uh, they had done some analysis to try to find out what is the best way to harden the target? And then several of the recommendations were not put into effect. For example, there were certain areas where people could um, be able to hide in a classroom or at least be protected from someone who was outside a locked door and shooting through the door, as was the case. And in some cases, there was obstacles that were placed, desks and, and cabinets and so forth, that were put in places where people should have been able to go to hide. Um, that's the classic example of having done the research and then it becomes shelfware or nobody reads it. It just sits on a shelf and none of the policies are put into effect. Uh, that's a serious problem. It's not something that just happens in school. It's happens, I mean, I spent 20 years in the Air Force. I saw so many plans become shelfware where things get studied and then because the uh, the suggestions or the recommendations go against what somebody thinks or because they're inconvenient or maybe they have a cost associated with them, they don't get done. And I think that's a problem. So it's something that here's another example where if we had done the things that um, had had been recommended by people who had studied and said we need to have a place where people can, what they uh, have designated hard corners, where students could hide outside the, the site, uh, a line of sight of a gunman looking through a doorway. If they had done that and created those safe spaces, but only two teachers in that particular building had done so, 
uh, and most of the classroom corners that could have provided that refuge were blocked by desks and other furniture. Um, so this is a, a classic example of, you know, we didn't do everything that we could have done. Uh, let's go out to the phone and talk to Richard, who's calling from Hubert Heights. Richard, thanks for calling the show. Ah, thank you. Ah, I heard you're talking about the Parkland school shooting or a so-called school shooting. Ah, there's a book that I have in front of me called The Parkland Puzzle, How the Pieces Fit Together by Jim Fetzer and Mike Palachek, who are the editors. It includes a number of articles by a number of independent analysts and researchers. And when was this book published? Uh, hang on a second. It's fairly new. Well, if it's before January 2nd, the report the, uh, of what was actually done wasn't yet available. So, uh, the, the, I mean, you have to, if you look at the report and look in detail, it's, you know, like I said, it's over 400 pages. It has uh -oh. a, a lot of great information and it details in rather excruciating detail what happened, what should have happened, what didn't happen, uh, training issues, and so forth. Okay, this is the first edition is uh, October of last year. Okay. So, yeah, that's three months before the report was complete. So unless uh, this author was involved in the report, I would, I would, uh, that doesn't mean it should be ignored. It doesn't mean that there's nothing valuable there. It doesn't mean that there's no lessons we could take from that. But... It's going to be difficult to put on it the same kind of credibility of the people who are part of the commission and who studied it in detail using all of the information that was available, even information that was not publicly available. Well, okay, that's fine. Are you? Have you ever heard of the term false flag event and false flag operation? Yeah, I've, I've heard of that term. Uh, it's a term that is often used uh, by people uh, when, with respect to situations where he's saying, yeah, this isn't really what happened, but that's what uh, we're going to say that it happened. Um, and, and frankly, it, it's one of those terms that often ends a lot of discussions. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, the funny thing is there have been a number of these throughout U American and world history. Well, that, that I'm not going to disagree with that, um, but this certainly doesn't qualify as that kind of an event. So I would encourage you to read through the report. Uh, I have put a link on our Facebook page to a Sun Sentinel article that summarizes it and includes a lot of the detail, including uh, uh, animations uh, and that shows what happens in the timeline. It includes some of the 911 uh, calls, a video that was from the surveillance footage, uh, and some of the other actions of people who participated in that, uh, as well as, the, the again, the full commission report, which I would commend to anyone to download and read. There are several conclusions that were drawn from that. So, um, Richard, thanks very much for your call. We're going to need to take our last break for the hour. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Tune in to Safe Harbor Retirement Group on WHIO Radio, 1290 AM and 95.7 FM, Saturdays at 5.30 AM and Sundays at 5 AM. Safe Harbor Retirement, your pathway to a carefree retirement. For a complimentary strategy session, visit safeharboroh.com. Each day, researchers make new discoveries that bring us closer to the moment when all cancer patients can become survivors. Some days they take small steps. Others' huge discoveries lead to giant leaps forward. This progress, both small steps and giant leaps, happens with the help of clinical trials. Clinical trials are a fundamental path to progress and the brightest torch researchers have to light their way towards better treatments. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer, they may be your brightest ray of hope. Clinical trials introduce new hope in addition to the current standard of care by allowing researchers to provide participants access to cutting edge and potentially life-saving treatments. So if you're interested in exploring new treatment options while helping to light the path for other patients, clinical trials may be the best choice for you. 
Speak with your doctor and visit standuptocancer.org slash clinical trials to learn more about clinical trials. Together, we can stand up for all of us. Very nice weather expected for today. Mostly sunny skies, warm with a high temperature near 50 degrees. Just a light breeze out there. As we go later into the evening and overnight hours, mostly clear with low temperatures by tomorrow morning, dropping to about 32 degrees. Partly cloudy skies expected for Sunday with a high temperature near 44 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. We still have a few minutes left, so if you'd like to call the show at 457-1290, we'll get your comments up on the board as well. Uh, we were talking about the report that has now, in this la- within this last week, been released uh, regarding the shooting at Parkland. And uh, there are there's a lot of information there. Uh, it, it is there's a lot more yet to be digested. There are, is uh, some good summaries that is available. I mentioned that I have posted one of those uh, on the uh, our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com/simtrainer, and you'll find that there along with some of the specials that we have. So uh, if you're looking for uh, some new gear for the new year, we have that. Uh, available and there's several different uh, several different programs that we have going on. We'd love for you to go to sim-trainer.com and check those out on our flyers page. Or uh, if if there's uh, other uh, other information that we can give you about courses that we have available, uh, special programs. Uh, we had a first shots class this morning. That is a great class. Uh, I haven't taught that class in a while. And it was fun to get back into that particular classroom. I teach most of the concealed carry classes. Uh, so I have, you know, there have been other people who have been taking the first shots classes. And it was a, a program that we started. I just realized as we were getting ready for the class, that was pretty close to our 12th anniversary class of first shots. Uh, we started in, in 2006. In uh, December of 2006 was our, uh, was our first class. And uh, this first weekend in January was probably the closest time to that period that we've had a class. And it has been a fantastic program. Thousands of people have come through that class and gotten their first introduction to handling firearms. We had kids in the class today. I always enjoy that because that means their parents are interested in giving them the correct fundamentals and demystifying this whole thing about guns and taking the Hollywood out of the whole process. So uh, that that is a great opportunity for us. It's something that we've enjoyed doing. We have mostly volunteers who come in and help us in the range. And uh, they're also NRA certified instructors, but they volunteer their time to come in and help out with first shots in order to make it the best experience it can be for the people who come to take that class. So if you're someone who is interested in learning more about firearms. It's something you've not done before. Maybe you're a little bit afraid of them or, or have, have a, a concern or there's a, you know, it's not something you've ever done and maybe there's that fear of the unknown or you just have this, this gut reaction to firearm based on what you've seen people do with them and you'd, and you'd like to work through that. The first shots class is an absolutely wonderful way to do that because it's very low impact. We only use 22s. Uh, so that's a, it's an easy, very low recoil type of firearm. Uh, very easy to operate. And when you learn the proper techniques, which we teach you in class, starting out first with safety, making sure that everybody understands that every firearm has to be treated as if it's loaded, that you always keep it pointed in a safe direction, that you make sure you keep your finger off the trigger and indexed along the frame until your sights are online on a safe target and you made the decision fire to defire and that you always are aware of not only what's between you and the target, but that beyond the target and the surrounding area are all safe. Those are critical, basic fundamentals for handling any firearm or anything that fires a projectile. Frankly, that includes BB guns and airsoft too, uh, because although those are not considered deadly weapons, they can be very dangerous if not used properly. They can also be very instructive when used properly. 
we have we have used airsoft in some of our training as force on force a lot of places do that and it allows you to have the same kind of uh, stress that you would have in a in a live in, uh, environment if if you were attacked it helps you to begin to understand understand reaction times and uh, decisions on don't and shoot and don't shoot but without causing any serious bodily harm when you're wearing the proper protective gear. So uh, it's important that if you have gotten a BB gun for Christmas, which, you know, there's that that um, Red Rider, uh, Daisy Red Rider BB gun that, you know, you can put your eye out with that. Well, the truth is you really can, but not if you're using it properly. So there are plenty of safe ways to do that. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to enter the shooting sports for young kids. I actually have a Red Rider BB gun, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun to shoot. So, uh, but the first shots is the great next step beyond that, and that's we do go through all of those basic fundamentals. Uh, it's a it's a great way to get an introduction to shooting. We don't really consider it to be full preparation for a concealed carry class, and that's where. There's the beauty of the training pass that I talked about at the beginning of the show that gives you both basic handgun and concealed carry, plus the ammunition for both, plus three months to use the range for no additional charges. You don't have any lane fees. That's all included. Obviously, uh, the ammunition that you get included with the pass is just that that's needed for the classes, but... Um, it's it's a great opportunity for you to get some time to come down to the range and practice the skills that you've learned. Maybe practice with that new firearm that you decided that is the right one for you. Purchase it if you like um, and or rent it if you need to until you've uh, decided that that is, in fact, the one that you want to purchase. But it's a great way to prepare for concealed carry. We do have a concealed carry class next week. We have a basic handgun class tomorrow evening so if you are interested this would be a great time to call the range at 293-3914 and we will get you set up for those and you can even uh you can even get the training pass and uh, and take care of all of that and then pick it up when you come into class uh, this evening as far as that goes if you'd like to do that so if it's something that you've been looking forward to uh getting a concealed handgun license this is a great time to do it uh, I've just spoken with two people who got their licenses, either a new license or got their license renewed, and they had them done within a matter of days from the time they submitted their application. So there is there is not as much of a backlog as we have seen in the past in some of the sheriff's offices. Uh, so that that is useful information if you're looking to get a concealed handgun license. The backlog of doing it right now seems to be a lot less so this is a great opportunity to take advantage of a little bit lower demand, get in a smaller class, uh, have a little bit more attention, and be able to get all of the, the skills that you need and ask the questions. Uh, we do that anyway in any of the classes, but uh, when there's fewer classes, this is a great time to do it. Thanks very much for being part of this first show of 2019. We hope to see you again next week. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.